reach for the sky, boy. Rolex work. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Doing the Favorite Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Brown. You can follow me on Twitter at Brown740, but, of course, always follow the show on Twitter and Instagram by searching at Doing the Favor. With me, as always, he's the sexual, intellectual, double-H, the Husky heartthrob leader of the Husky Army, and a man who's been a human polar bear up there in Wisconsin, my man, Barry Frost. Barry, how you doing, homie? Doing well, brother. It is uh, a little chilly. It is a brisk negative 11 degrees tonight <sighs> man so we've been getting hit with some, a lot of snow here in ohio right now it's 18 degrees it's like we're gonna get more snow tomorrow i had to wake up and shovel the driveway again this morning so that's been about it seems like an every third day thing but i got this neighbor who like he sweeps the driveway and chips the ice like all day every day like he's like one of those guys that's obsessed with his yard. So like when it snows like this, he's like obsessed with his driveway and he's right by me. And this like little like, you know, competitive sense that I have. Feel, I feel like I have to like somehow, some way keep up. So I wake up in the morning and like I look out the window at the snow and I see like Alan's already got his driveway shoveled. I'm like, fucking Alan. Of course, I'm right out there fucking shoveling driveway. But, but my question is, do you have the Macho Man cape on when you're doing it? I have the Macho Man mask sometimes. I feel like the mask of, like, one thing I found is, like, they keep you a little warmer. Like, your face warm a little bit. Okay. So I ain't mad at it. I go with the, uh, yeah, I'm ex- I'm extreme. I go with the hoodie and then the toboggan over the hood with the mask. Now, not to break uh, subject here, but let me tell you a little secret out here is I'm from Ohio as well. And I was out here like, yeah, you know, wear your toboggan, blah, blah, blah. Well, apparently toboggan here in Wisconsin means sled. Yeah. I did not know that. I was like, what in the fuck? Yeah, I actually did know that. But <laughs> if somebody said, I mean, was it called a beanie up there? A hat. Or was it a hat? Yeah, just hat. Oh. The hat, they just, they just know it means winter hat. That's how... That's how Wisconsin that is. That's so Wisconsin. Just a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> All right, we have a lot to fucking talk about today, Barry. I'm ready. We have Basic 118, we have Elite 85, we have Ultimate Edition 8, we have Fan Takeover, we have AEW Series 5, a couple new retros, some micro brawlers, legwork, AEW, WWE Shop. This is going to be a banger of a fucking show. You ready to go? Woo! There it is. We're going to start by doing all these WWE figure reveals, which is very fucking exciting. Especially, it gives us content to fucking talk about, and I don't have to sit there and play on a show. Very convenient. Thank you, Bill McKenna. Really appreciate (laughs) it, brother. Really appreciate it. Um, First off, we're going to start with Basic 118. Not going to spend a shit ton of time on the basics, obviously. We don't actively really collect them that much. I'm looking at a Jeff Hardy right here. It looks like it's a newer model Jeff Hardy with a thin hood to it i like the little hoodie action to it head scan looks a little mad but if you're a jeff hardy fan it works 
Barry's got nothing, so we're just gonna move on. No, well, yeah, these these basics. I didn't know you even wanted me to comment on the Eric and Ivar <laughs> are are very cool for basics, and other than that, fuck. So you got a new head. So you got a new head scan for Finn. I really think the Austin Idol head scan is. Or I'm sorry, Austin Theory. That's all. Hey, I hey. major props. Work Austin <laughs> Idol into the show. I think the Austin Theory is dead on. I think the head scan looks very, very good. He also has the, the regular is black pants. The chase is red pants. That's really my only takeaway from Basic 118 is the Austin Theory head scan looks great. Yeah, I like it. They have a million pictures of the basics too, by the way. Here. Uh, yeah, we're on picture 38. 39. Yeah, 38. 38. So we have Elite Series 85 Bray Wyatt. Comes with Huskus. This looks a little different than the orange, the, the, the ringside collectibles version. So you got the, the sweater, which is a little darker maroon. And you got orange pants, which is accurate. He has one on the show a couple times. So a lot of people commenting on that. My first take is, why didn't they put like a, a belt or something on him? It just looks like he has rustling, a sweater tucked into rustling pants. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, it's an okay figure. I'm not, I know uh, Dominic will have it. Dominic's got to have that. Yeah. And Huskus, Huskus mm-hmm. coming in. Okay. Man, they really work in the advertisements on these. Right. But yeah, I like it. I think it's a little better than the Ringside Collectibles version, actually. I don't, I'm not mad at the pants because they're accurate. Just that little, tiny little belt feature, I think, would have been a little bit better, but that's. That could be very nitpicky on my part. Next up, you have Karrion Cross. He looks huge, by the way. I know this is going to be a very popular figure. It's his first time in the line. A lot of people, big fans of his NXT performer. You have the um, you have the, the the leather jacket that he wears, the knees, the kick, the knees, the knee pads, the kick pads, the the tattoo work looks great. I think the head scan looks really, really dead fucking on. Actually, I think this is a really good figure. Yeah, I'm with you. I think that's a an awesome figure. Yeah, you know, like I said, you get the jacket, the kick pads, and yeah, like I'm I'm game for that. And it's first time in the line, so like you said, it's gonna be a hot hot seller. Yeah, it'll be a popular figure for sure. Next up, we have Elite 85 Alistair Black. Um, looks a lot like 83, obviously, because Alistair pretty much just wears black gear. He does have the chase. I think this might be the weakest chase version of a figure we've ever seen because Alistair, basically the only difference is Barry on the back. So his tights, he has like a design on, on his on his ass. I think it's one of his tattoos or whatever. The mm-hmm. regular version just has like the logo in black on his black tights. You can't really see it. It's like black <laughs> on black. Where the chase version, the logo's in white. Literally yep. the only difference. Yeah, but that uh, his little uh, robe there, the costume, that's uh, that's pretty banging. It's banger too, and obviously they had a little update on his tattoos. He has, I think it's Lone Wolf tattooed on his knuckles, so they added that in this time. Lamb Wolf, Lamb on his right hand, Wolf on his second hand, left hand. So small little updated feature right there. But the Chase version, like, if you're an MOC Chase collector, it's like, why the... I mean, how, how would you know? 
Is there another? There has to be another change. Well, are they going to uh, maybe put him in backwards? I think it's his knee pad as well. Yeah, there's a white on the one knee pad. There's a white on the knee pad, on the right knee pad. Okay. So I was like, how are you going to tell? I, th- I thought that was, okay. All right, good catch, because how in the hell would you ever know? <laughs> you would. That's hilarious. That's Damn. a very, very, like, minor detail for it being. And the, even, again, it's like, on in, in the box, it's like behind Alistair on the, in the in the in the box, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's pack. what I mean. It's gonna be hard to tell. It's gonna be yeah, tough. Like, look over Alistair's left shoulder to see if that knee pad has the white on it. <laughs> and there and there's people that that will. I listen. I would have. I'm not. I'm kind of out of the chase game right now. I just try and thin down like what I collect, and I was like, I don't need like. That's how I end up like Lince Dorados and shit in my collection. Uh, yeah. I d- Grand Metalik, like I don't need those. You know, yeah, I think I got you. I found you the Grand Metalik. Yeah. yeah, yeah, one of them. Yeah. So I'm actually thinking about thinning down the Chase collection a little bit. I've thinned down. We'll talk about that a little bit too. Some moves I made. We'll talk about that in the legwork section. Okay. Very exciting. Uh, Elite 85, Liv Morgan. I think this is fucking money. Are they really like for everything they can't do with Sasha's face scan? They really do with Liv's. I think her head scan is dead fucking on again. Really good figure. I like the white robe. If you guys do like figure photography and stuff too, I feel like there's different uses for that. And for those of you very creative people, you could buy multiple Liv Morgans and just do various things with the robe, various designs and things like that. So I think there's a lot of a lot of possibilities there for the creative people in the in the community. I'm not one of them people. I, I'm but I think the either. figure looks great. Yeah, that's a, a cool figure. And her first figure was ridiculous, selling selling big. So I'm sure this will be no different. Man, that thing, I think it's still going for like 125, 130. Which is insane. Insane. And that was a figure that like held its value. The like it, I think it went down to like, some of the people talking about how to buy scalper prices. And it was we, I hooked a lot of people up with that figure. My target got flooded with them. And I, was, I sent a lot of those out. Yeah, and I never, I never seen it, and I, I remember you asking me if I, I was like, nah, I'm good, and now I'm like, man, I should have got like three of them. <laughs> Next up, we have the collector's edition comma from this series. This is a, I'm not sure which one this is. I have to look on Retro Stars' uh, chart they have, which store this is going to be at. Think in my, I think this is going to be a Walmart, I believe. Off the top of the dome. Uh, this figure looks fucking awesome too, by the way. Head scan looks amazing. I like the gold chains. I like this. It's like a special design boots. Yeah, well, that's actually supposed to be the urn. The urn melted down. <laughs> His what? gold chain. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I think that figure looks really, really fucking good. Great collector's edition to have. I like when they put the Legends as a collector's edition's. I think yeah. this is a really dope figure, man. Yeah, I like that. That's uh, very cool. It plays off SummerSlam 95, I think. 94, ni- yeah, 95. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, definitely a big fan of that one. Uh, 80. To continue on with 85, uh, Boneyard Taker. 
This looks really good. It's got the ponytail on the back, the bandana, extra hands comes with a shovel, all the studs on the leather and everything. I thought, I think this is spot on, man. I showed my buddy this, my buddy TJ, who's a giant Undertaker fan. So he's like, he's a collector, but he's not like the biggest, you know what I mean? He doesn't like keep up with, with it as much. I think he just relies on me like, hey, I think he'd like this. Hey, I think he'd like this type thing. You know, I'm that yeah. friend. I should, I sent a picture of this. He said this, that's a definite must have for him, for his Taker collection. I think it looks amazing, man. I like it. I I think uh, that's going to be the hardest to find. I think I think people are going to be taking them out quickly. I think so far, yeah, him and Cross. Yeah. Who those too? Uh, next up, we have Becky Lynch. She has the Raw Women's Championship and the Women's Money in the Bank case with her. Looks like the the exact same head scan as seventy two. Looks very similar to that figure actually. Oh, it doesn't come with the I'm the man jacket or the man jacket or whatever. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's a Becky. It looks a lot like 72, but you know she had a hellacious run, you know, a, a, a fantastic one, a historical run, and she deserves multiple figures. Absolutely. Absolutely. What a good figure. I'm not obviously we're not a Becky Lynch podcast here. We don't simp, but she's good. Uh, you look at this 85. Um. Yeah, I think Taker's the best, followed by Karrion Cross. Lives right there as well. One thing about Bray, he's got the double-jointed elbows. So they're going to start working them in. Look like There's another figure coming up, too. They're going to they're sprinkle that in here and there. I don't know if that's going to become the norm or not. But, yeah, I think it's a really good series. Yeah, that's – I like I said, with the Alistair, the Taker, the Cross, the Live, I – yeah. I think that's a very good series. Next up, we're going to the Ultimate Editions. This is going to be fun to talk about. First one from Ultimate Edition Wave 8 is going to be Edge. Looks like his 2016, 2016, I'm sorry, 2020 Royal Rumble gear. That head scan looks spot on for the one that I guess is going to come with, it's going to come on the figure. It looks really, really, really fucking good. They even got some gray sprinkling in the beard. I think this looks amazing. And then the other head scan. So when I saw a side view of it, which I'm looking at now on picture 105, Barry, when he basically throws up the fingers and just throws his hair back and yells, that's a lot more accurate than I thought it was going to look. It makes a lot more sense now that I see pictures of it. Yeah, that like I said, that that ultimate edition there looks really, really good. And, you know, it's Edge. Uh, he made a fan out of me at Royal Rumble. Yeah, that was, on a personal note, that was a very, very, very tough day because that was the day we lost Kobe. And I remember feeling like, I I don't think, I was low all day. Then Edge came out and I had that moment of like, I forgot that like something sad was going on. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I feel like Edge kind of gave us like all the boost we needed for people who were watching the Royal Rumble and trying to forget. Then you watch the Royal Rumble, there's Kobe jerseys all over the, all over the stands and stuff like that. So, you know, tough day. But, yeah, that's a great figure. Um, Ultimate Editions are kind of hit or miss, in my opinion. But I think that one's a banger. This next one, obviously for me, a must-have complete banger. This is Macho Man Randy Savage. He's going to come with the pink and yellow gear, I should say, top and bottom. Um, Got kind of the frayed shirt on. Comes with an extra head. The Macho Man head scan looks amazing. Come with the white boots with the green tongue. 
with the white laces. He comes with a cowboy hat and a jacket. Now, this is from circa 1992, Barry. This is was to showcase twice on WWF Magazine on the lead up to WrestleMania 8 and also was um, captured in Hasbro form. Hasbro as well. form, yeah. That's what I was going to say. I, I have that Hasbro, I believe. Maybe. So, yeah, there was, I mean, obviously the first thing that comes to mind for figure collectors everywhere was that Hasbro. But the first thing for me was because the my peak fandom was probably late ninety one into nineteen ninety two. You had Survivor Series ninety one this Tuesday in Texas, Royal Rumble ninety two, then the build up to WrestleMania eight, which saw you know, Macho Man coming out of retirement for this Tuesday in Texas. You know, now the Final Four, Royal Rumble ninety two, um, took on that to me iconic WWF magazine with him, Flair, Sid, and Hogan. So I, this brings up so many memories, and for me, this would be – this is iconic, must-have, double-up. Yeah, I, I love it, man. I, thank you so much for making this. Yeah, that's very cool. And like you said, that was the first thing I thought. Of. I was like, man, I've seen that figure <laughs> in Hasbro form. Uh, yeah, definitely very cool. Um, and it's macho, man. And like you said, it's, it's a must-have. Yeah, and just – I mean, I don't know. That's probably the best endorsement I've, I've probably ever given a figure on here. Like, just because, like, it just hit me right in the fan feels, like, so fucking hard. Because, like I said, I was a monster Randy, Macho Man Randy Savage fan. I was in sixth grade. I was 11 years old for the build-up to WrestleMania 8. Had a subscription to the magazine. So, you know, anytime, you know, your favorite wrestlers on the cover of the WF magazine made you pop a little bit. Yeah, man, it's just really, really, really cool figure, man. I'm just... I'm thankful they made this and i saw um i believe it was uh ppw was kind of making fun of the hat a little bit i'm not this isn't, isn't dragon ppw I, I, steve steve and eric those are our people there love those guys but he was making a comment he thought the hat was too big and actually the hat was big if you go look at the um the the the, the, the pictures from back then especially the two wf magazines that hat was tall in his head and he also comes with the early 90s like i call them gas station oakley's sunglasses yeah. Right. Which right. which WF I I remember them marketing and selling on you know the the uh, in the magazine I don't, I don't want to call it WWF shop because it wasn't that then but it was the catalog or whatever. Yeah, WWF catalog. So it was yeah that was and the jacket's completely accurate. It's got the Macho Man on the back. It's got the oh yeah and lapel. Yeah, this is amazing for me, man. And that hat. See, they didn't take into account for Macho's baldness. No. He, was, he was thinning. His hair was thinning at that time. Well, it always kind of looked like a bird's nest. Right. <laughs> right. And <laughs> I, I always mean? remember that uh, the WrestleMania 8 when he pinned Flair, the interview after, where he, he just gave the belt to Elizabeth. You know, he's like, take it and go. Take it and go. And then, you know, and he made it like, you just got a piece tonight. Next time I want the whole thing, and then he ripped it. You know, that's to me was an iconic interview that, that kind that, of gets and overlooked. That, and that fig, and that Macho Man WrestleMania eight posts him with the belt beating Flair. That obviously has been captured in Mattel Elite figure form as well, which I have up on the wall. A beautiful, beautiful, beautiful figure. So yep. yeah. Uh, next up, man, I got pumped up for Macho Man there, didn't I? That's right. Ain't nothing wrong with it. I ain't mad at it. Next up, we have a two pack. I love the two packs. I think the Elite two packs are great. Uh, this is another one that includes Triple H. This is from Triple H, Jeff Hardy Elite Two Pack, right here. Um, you know, you got the Retro Intercontinental Belt. This is from SmackDown 2001. 
You got the 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 netting shirt, and you also got the Jeff Hardy shirt to go along with it. Triple H, obviously, 2001 Triple H. What else can you say? It's black trunks, black tights. Triple H on the on the trunks. I think this looks really good. Yeah, it's cool, and it makes you like remember like the rubs Jeff Hardy was getting, the matches mm. he was putting yeah. on as a singles. Like he'd already they had already done the TLCs and all that shit. Now he's in there with Triple H. The the ladder matches and stuff with Taker a little while later. I mean, he got with the stars of stars. Yeah. And like held his own. Like mm. he got the rub. Yeah, this is around the time when uh WWF was figuring out they had something with him. You know what I mean? And, and put him in those matches and obviously that led to great things for him. So yeah, love the two pack. I love the Jeff Hardy in it to, to me. Uh, next up, we have Fan Takeover Series Two. First one is Johnny Gargano in the Wolverine gear without the um, claw marks on the on the chest, obviously for uh, copyright reasons. Same Johnny Gargano head scan they've been using, but I mean, why not? It looks just fucking like him, right? I agree, and I think it looks really good. So uh, this is from TakeOver Toronto, which won 46.8% of the vote. Next up was TakeOver New York, 39.53. And next up after that, finishing last, was NXT from May 6, 2020. Mm, 13%. So, yeah. Hey, Matt, it looks great. Next up we have Christian. This Christian is from Money in the Bank 2011, which barely beat out WrestleMania 20. I'm sorry, which barely beat out Edge and Christian. And then finishing third, this is the tightest race was WrestleMania 20. You have a hit the switch shirt with him, the World Heavyweight Championship, two extra set of hands. I think this looks great. I like I'm a you know, I like Christian. I'm not saying I'm a monster Christian fan. I like Christian though. I I can dig it. I like it. Well, and the how close the vote was tells yeah. you how many moments, how much people want to see him. In, in that form, like the Rumble, I mean, what, he made it to the last four? Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, that's crazy. And, like I said, the figure looks good. Edges are Christian and Edge. I would love to see him do the uh, Conquistadors. Oh, you know yeah. What I mean, with, with the uh, mask. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think that would be funny. That would be a nice little, you know, play off of them. Yeah, they did a lot of cool shit, man. There's a lot of stuff, especially them being back. There's a lot of cool things you can do. I don't know what capacity they're being back. Edge is making every fucking show. And he said he's completely full time. I'm guessing through Mania. So he's doing the old Jericho run. You know, come back to the Royal Rumble and work all the shows through WrestleMania. Which I always appreciated from Jericho back in the day in his WWE days. Like when he's back, he's back. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, he's there for the whole whole deal. Not just show up every third Raw and then for the pay-per-view. It's, yeah, it's, it's, which I think is cool. Next up, we have X-Pac. The choices were NWO X-Pac, which was, you know, would be their around 2002, 2003 run with the company. Uh, X-Factor or 123Kid. Uh, NWO won. X-Factor finished second. 123Kid finished third. You have a blue bandana. You got the NWO shirt, trunks, two extra set of hands, and a cane mask. So I think this is really cool. I like, I mean, I like Sean Walton. I like X-Pac. So for me, I think the fans got this right. I would have maybe like seeing the X Factor, but I ain't mad at this. No, and again, I think this is just another one that's there's going to be more to come. 
Like yeah. when they do these and they see the fans, how close these votes are, they know, okay, we, we can make another one and, and they're going to buy it. It's yeah. not, it's not like one is 80%, one's 10, you know, one's 10 or whatever. It's like, yeah, these are all close that people will buy these. Next up, we have Randy Orton with the Intercontinental Championship belt. So this is from WrestleMania 20, which beat out Backlash 2004, and then Raw September 26, 2005, finished a distant third. Um, young Randall Keith right here. Got the Intercontinental Championship, extra set of hands, and a microphone that is not accurate with the time period. I don't know if maybe they'll go back and change that or what. What are your thoughts, Barry? I, you know, at this time, Randy Orton, you know, WrestleMania 20, they did the, was it that was the Evolution, right? And yeah. they re, they took on the Rock and Sock, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, at that time, he's he's in there with Flair, Batista, uh, Triple H. It's he was kind of on the back burner right there, so I agree with you. I, I'm not sure that I'm I'm such a fan of this figure as I am some of the other ones. I mean, he really broke out later, like a year or so after this, where, you know, when him and Triple H went at it. Like, this is right prior to him breaking out. So, I mean, it's a cool figure, but not such a huge fan of it. And then we got some toy championship belts here. So you got the uh, SmackDown championship belt. You got the United States championship belt. That is terrible. You don't like that United States championship belt? That's fucking terrible. I don't hate it. I'm just used to, you know, the U.S. title. I just, I don't know. To me, that's like Luger having it. Um, I know, I know. I know you love tradition. And I'm listen, I love tradition too. But to me, it's a nice modern spin on the belt. Well, it's... You, I know you hate tradition. modernizing things. That's right. I can't mention LeBron without you saying MJ. It's just not. It's just impossible. What about, what about Kobe? I mentioned Kobe earlier. I know. I didn't bring up anybody. With, Le- with LeBron, you get especially itchy, though. No. I yes. was going to bring it's, up Hor- Horace Grant. You know, we actually, you know, we actually record our sports show, right? Like people go back and listen to them. (laughs) And they, and I've gotten such feedback about how right on my opinions are. (laughs) It's amazing. Like world be free. Did you, thousands of people were talking about world be free the next day. Let's talk about AEW series five. Obviously we knew what these were going to be because we saw a leaked picture, which I love how the leaked picture always manages to come out right before the, the pictures of the, the um, prototypes do. Right. A rough prototype image, I should say. Right. A great image. We don't know exactly what it's going to look like. We just have rough outlines, basically what they're going to be. First up is Jungle Boy. This will be a must-have to, to the collection. Um, looks like they – so far, so good. That's basically all I can say. I don't know what else you can say about it. Uh, next up, you have Luchasaurus. Again, this is we talk. How many times have we mentioned Luchasaurus and being toyetic? Thousands. Every time, brother. 
Next up, you got a now this is gonna be the regular John Moxley. Again, just a rough ass, rough image. No, nothing extra. Frankie Kazarian, which I think the head scan so far looks very good. Yeah. Scorpio Sky. I don't know what's going on with that head scan, but let's let's wait let's let's be patient. Wait for the paint application, right? Yeah, absolutely. Try, don't yeah, we, rush we it. That. Uh, Hangman Adam Page. Looks like he's coming with a pitcher of beer and a glass. He's got the bandana up this time as opposed to, to Series 2 when the bandana was around his neck. Mm-hmm. Very appropriate for uh, a pandemic era, a pandemic era figure. How about there you it? Go. Then you have the Chase John Moxley. This comes with the eye patch, you know, when he was working with Jericho before he won the championship. This some eye patch John Moxley. And then you have the Chase Hangman Adam Page, which I guess it doesn't come with a pitcher of beer. It looks yeah, like he has different, uh, and he has different boots too. Yep, I, but uh, I see Jeremy Jeremy Padauer on uh, February third. He mentioned referees, announcers, and managers. It's all coming. Trust the awesome. process. Yeah, man. Trust the process. Relax. R-E-L-A-X. You ain't Aaron Rodgers. Hey, listen, I'm trying over here. And and he definitely ain't relaxed. <laughs> All right. So now let's move on some more AEW. And we'll talk about this on their website later. Actually, I'm, I'm debating on whether we should hold off, but Micro Brothers are coming for AEW. One week to pre-order. Pre-orders are available February 10th at 8 p.m. and ends February 18th at 1 p.m. We'll talk about these at the Shop AEW page later, but we have Darby, Britt Baker, Orange Cassidy, Jericho, Brody Lee, Moxley, and Hikaru Shida. So, hold, hold off your opinions so far, Barry. Okay. Zombie Sailor Toys. It's Retromania, Barry. I'm right? loving it. I'm loving, loving it. it. Zombie Sailor Toys is doing the first ever Dino Bravo action figure. This, I believe this has a lot of potential. All we have is a, a drawing right right now from Ron Rudat. But this, this has a lot of potential, brother. Yeah, I'm ex- uh, very excited to see this. Uh, you know, like I said, I thought WWE would have been all over it with that dark side of the ring. But uh, says that uh, Zombie Sailor signed the Dino Bravo estate. So uh, very excited, not just for, you know, the younger fans to see, you know, an older veteran guy that passed before probably they even seen him work. But, you know, for for his family, for his family to kind of get some royalties and things coming in. I think that's very cool. Yeah, I mean, his wife's still alive. His daughter's still, obviously, they're still around, so... Maybe they should cash in on that. It's a good way for them to do so. So, and obviously, not obviously. Next up, we have Chella Toys. Our boy Tom Billington, the Dynamite Kid, getting himself a retro figure. Same company that made the Nick Aldis figure. They are making the Ethan Page, I believe. And yeah, this is this again, ton of potential here. Look at that back. Yoked. I mean, Dynamite was he was roiding. But my goodness. Yeah, that almost looks like he has a disease. 
<laughs> right. Very muscular. But yeah, I, I love Dynamite Kid, his work. Uh, very excited for him to get, uh, you know, a retro. All right. That's a hell of a news thing. I gotta take a drink. Yeah, Jesus. I mean, uh, gave it to him. Gave it to him. You ready to talk about some legwork? I think we have to at this point. Folks, if you guys are going out in the streets, whether it be on the internet, pre-ordering, Walmart's, Targets, all these five blows, wherever you get your figures, Roses made an appearance this week. Um, Use the hashtag legwork and send a picture out there to let us know what you're finding. Helps people know where to go what to look out for what's hitting you know where, where to look and just it's it's an all-out helpful tool we really really appreciate that i search the hashtag every day so yeah <laughs> i lost my train of thought there i also go to the website too. use the hashtag legwork section where we have a buy sell trade over there if you guys looking to buy sell or trade figures go to the website doingthefavor.com forward slash legwork all right barry i'll go first okay a little more fruitful this week. Finally, 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 for the first time, saw AEW Series 2. Saw it at Target. They did not have Pentagon or John Moxley, so I haven't seen those yet. But they did have Phoenix, Dustin Rhodes, MJF, and Hangman. I picked up Hangman, MJF, and Dustin Rhodes. Very, very, very happy to add to collection. Finally nice to see them in hand, right? The boxes were immaculate. They were perfect. I, I couldn't, I, you know, obviously when you see those AEW figures, that's always the first thought, you know, the classic superstar syndrome, like the boxing has a lot of detail to it, a lot of corners, what's going to look like, yada, yada, yada. These are immaculately perfect. So I'm very happy with the figures. I think the Hangman looks fucking phenomenal too, by the way. But yeah, that's picked up that. Also picked up Ultimate Edition Hulk Hogan for our boy Cleaner. He needed it. Had to have it, he said. So picked that up, sent that off to him. Also grabbed a Chase Kyle O'Reilly for Grapple Arcade. So sent that off to him. He's a loose collector, so saved on shipping a little bit. I got hit with, I believe, three series of Elite 80s up at Target. Kind of back to back to back. At the one by my house. Um, I have not seen the Decade of Domination display a lot of people have. I know Drew Vensel has seen it. I think Sammy Evans may have seen it and somebody else too, but I have not seen it yet. Although the numbers on Decade of Dominance have jumped on Brickseek around town, my Walmarts are trash in a way that they wait two or three days to put shit out. Saw the uh, WrestleMania basics with Fiend, Drew, Andrade, and Ricochet. So it didn't, that was, I mean, literally, and they weren't even, it was funny, they weren't even near the wrestling section. Like, they were, like, on a little end, like, a, not even end cap, near an end cap at the end of a aisle, like, not even close. I, I asked dude, like, y'all need WWE figures? And I rarely ask anymore. He literally asked me if, if he could help me, which hasn't happened in a long time in a Walmart. Usually they just walk right by you. I mean, he goes, hey, man, can I help you find anything? I said, well, I mean, since you ask. <laughs> He's all, I got some, some WrestleMania figures over there, which I was hoping for, you know, Sean and edge and goldberg and china and it was the basics which was wah 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 so i uh i sold my rock bendham series five the rocky mayavia i got that at toy hunters probably a year and a half ago at least a year ago 
for seven ninety nine. I sold that thing for one eighty. K cup. Also sold a Durant rookie for eighty eight, another Durant rookie for eighty five. So I had a nice little week on eBay, which was fruitful. And I'm, I'm just beginning to go through my cards and see what I have. With the help of you and Cleaner, I think I'm getting where I need to be. That's yeah, absolutely. Cleaner got me hooked again. Um, you know, seeing his collection and yeah, I'm I'm full bore again. I was so nervous shipping it. There's <laughs> there's cards. I'd never shipped cards before. But I did what you did. I just I I of course I got them in the, in the top loader. I uh, put cardboard on each side, and then I bubble wrapped. Nice. Around top and then like east to west, north to south, and then put it in a bubble mailer. I like it. So I figure that's the best way. I feel like I need to get bigger bubble mailers. Had to kind of stick it in there a little bit, but I mean that that card's not getting touched. But yeah, I mean that's I, I don't I didn't really want to sell the rock, but I was so afraid that like that market jumped and it was gonna crash again. Like I felt like I had to get it off. It wasn't even like a negotiation. It was like I fucking list it for 180. It sold for one. I sold listed for 200 originally. I recently dropped the price to 180 and it sold a couple of days later. The cards didn't even last 24 hours. Yeah, and that's that's that was crazy a big eye opener. That was a big eye opener, Barry. Did you, did you get your eyes open today? Oh God, yeah. So I went to Target <laughs> today. I told Barry this story earlier. So now the routine is when I go to Target. I mean, it was, it was always look at the cars before, but now there's now there's a little more sense of urgency attached to it, right? And I can't find cards anywhere. So if you see, if I see any baseball, basketball, football cards, I don't I don't know much about hockey to get into it, and I never see wrestling cards anymore, really. But baseball, basketball, football, any cards, I'm pretty much gonna grab. And some dude was in there, and it's the typical. Barry is the typical guy who sells cars on eBay, which you think he would look like. Um, older, middle-aged guy, gray hair, overweight, Kangol hat. Oh. Does it get any more hipster card guy than that? I was going to say, does it get any more 80s than that? So, and I saw him walking in, which I didn't think anything of it. And, but I had, to, you know, I had to get a lot of things. I had to get, like food and shit for Lily, which required me to get a cart, which required me to sanitize it. So I get the cart, sanitize it, and go right to the cars, and there he is standing there with two kids, probably 10 years old, 10, 11, 12 years old, young kids. And he sees me, and there's probably four packs of uh, Topps 2020 updated baseball. And he saw me, and there he grabbed all four packs off the pegs. And one of the kids goes, Dad, why are you getting them all? And this kid, and the other kid looks at me and goes, are you looking to get baseball cards? I was like, well, not now. <laughs> Which I thought about, like, I was just said, yeah, and then maybe, dad, give him one. But this guy looked like he wasn't, he gave, I mean, he saw me, Barry. His eyes got big. Because I had on a Browns toboggan. Obviously, I look like I'm a sports fan. And he just grabbed them all. I'm like, fuck. But, you know, sucks. But to the victor goes the spoils, dude. He got there first. Right, but you don't have to be an asshole about it. I mean, have you seen what they're selling for? You might have to be. Well, see, and that's the thing is, uh, when I went to my Target last time, um, a guy had two bo- He had two of the mega boxes of uh, 
prism basketball mm. and i was like damn i seen it and he like walked up to me and he's like uh are you interested in one of these and i thought i was going to get the treatment you got like i'll sell it to right. you out in the parking lot right i was like i was like yeah man you can't find them anywhere and he's like here you go and oh, gave me one so cool. and i was like damn i was like damn appreciate that man and i hope he pulled know, some fire yeah and i like i said shit i hope he you know i, I pulled a uh lamello rookie and uh anthony edwards and guys like that i mean so i mean i did good and i hope he did even better for hooking me up yeah i haven't had a i mean i've again i can't find cards anywhere i just fucking i can't i pull a pack of there's tops chrome didn't really pull shell in like a Luis roberts rookie but, yeah, I mean, I haven't got. There was a two packs of um, Premier Top Premier Contenders football on um, Panini Premier Contenders football. Didn't pull shit. So it is what it is. It's like playing the lottery, scratch off some of it. So which I'm cool. I'm down with. I like. Right. <laughs> but yeah, same here. But when I listed those cards on eBay and they were less than 24 hours gone, I was like, holy shit! Like I'm used to dealing with like wrestling figure collectors on Mercari. You know what I mean? Right, this that is are like, like a please. whole different universe where you have to list it high because you know they're going to try to lowball you and everything else. Which in cars they do too. I found when I mean, you list it for a hundred, they're going to offer fifty, knowing they're going to try to resell. It. Like, well, fuck you, no. This is what it's going for. This is what you can pay. I'll, I'll work with you a little bit. I'm not a dick, but it is what it is. But yeah, I haven't found the decade of domination. Drew offered me a cane for cost plus shipping. I feel like I almost should have taken it. Have you seen what they're going for, by the way? The Decade of Dominance? Decade of Dominance Kane? Uh-uh. 75, 80 bucks on eBay. Man. Yeah, so... What about the Survivor Series Kane? Uh, you can buy that on Ringside Collectibles, actually. Oh. It's like $23.99. Damn. But this Decade of Dominance, which I don't know. I'm sure that price will level out once they become more available. But people are going to see that. Obviously, you know, like dudes who went to go to Target with Kangol hats and kids looking to resell shit. You know, so I, that's going to make it, you know, I, I see the same people. Cause I have kind of a routine because there's a Walmart right by Lily's daycare. So I can pop in there after I drop her off in the morning real quick. And I always see the same dudes, you know, you know what they look like. Pro wrestling tees, hats, all that shit. Speaking of pro wrestling tees. Oh, my. So we had a little uh, little release the other day. And I think it was Saturday, I believe, where they were doing uh, Macho Man Micro Brawlers, which they said they had a surprise. They didn't say what they were surprised or whatever. So throughout the day, I what, every two hours maybe, Barry? Yep, every two. They had a, They released a Macho Man. Micro brawler, which were the, all the micro brawlers were the same except for different paint applications. They were varied in prices. Some were high, some were low. They released six altogether. Only three were accurate, by the way. Only three was accurate with gear that he actually wore. I ended up getting the first one. Then I kind of saw how it was going. I wasn't about to. And again, too, people had to buy all separately, cash out six separate times, pay shipping and handling six times. So, 
Yeah, but didn't and didn't somebody post the tweet that that guy fucking yeah he made some, Yeah, I I, I I I totally forgot about that, or I would. Let me see if I can find that real quick, and you can just kind of filibuster for a second. Yeah, I'm. I, I seen it, and he was just like, maybe next time I'll I'll charge fucking more for shipping, or or, or let people cry again because they're they're so scarce and it basically showed that dude's a fucking dick i don't even know who he is but if you fucking ever hear you're a fucking dick and you know it's whatever dude you're painting fucking you're painting micro brawlers like cool fucking gig like not that not that that's not a cool gig but you don't have to be a fucking dick you're nobody fucking special Jesus. Like I, just, I can't find I can't find the tweet anywhere, but I know exactly what you're saying. That he basically well, well he called basically called fans crybabies. Yeah. Yeah. Like motherfucker, who is paying you? He just kind of milked them for money, and basically I think like the last the last microball they had I think was only like five ninety nine plus shipping handling. So basically like they still had some more microballs to sell, so they threw on a different paint application and charged a cheaper price just to get rid of them. Yeah. And was anyone fucking like? Does that dude come out like go to shows and shit? Yeah, yeah, it's Ryan Barkin. Yeah, he, uh, like, he's a partner for us and T's with Colt Cabana. How he had the, the neg- he had the negative press during the uh, Black Lives Matter protests, which I'm not going to talk politics. I'm not getting into that. No, I was but, just saying, how has nobody slept this motherfucker yet? Well, because again, <laughs> with the Black Lives Matter protests going on, he kind of did the thing of like he acknowledged what people were protesting like that, which made people mad. He just kind of like, I got to board up my business to protect myself. And regardless of what you feel about that, some people thought that was a bad look and he thought negative press from that. And Cole Cabana had to come out and say something, but yeah, he's had a few negative interactions with fans. Yeah. It's, I mean, dude, you're, that's how you make money is these people. You should probably chill out on that. Call them crybabies. Right. And be cool with them. But like I said, it's some, some folks are timid. And he knows he, nobody's going to say nothing to him. But eventually you'll run up on the wrong one and get fucking slapped behind that fucking uh, micro brawler stand. You can take the boy out of Portsmouth. You cannot take Portsmouth out of the boy. I'm just saying. Man. If, if somebody fucking did some shit to you like that and then you seen them out, mm. you wouldn't fucking address the situation? Yeah, you know me pretty well. I'm just, I'm just saying. Yeah. I know. You're, you're right. All right. Sorry, that was a long legwork segment on my part. What do you got? I got nothing. <laughs> no, I'm just nothing. Uh, no, I went to. Um, I think I told you AEW figures series two hit for the second time. Um, by the time I got down there, uh, Dustin was gone, Moxley was gone, and who else? You said uh, Penta was gone. Penta was gone, yeah. So Phoenix, um, at Hangman, and MJF were left there. So I'm, um, maybe it was a chase. Maybe a chase was there, and Dustin wasn't. You know, makes me wonder. But uh, they're still there. Uh, Hangman, um, Phoenix, and MJF. So I might, if they're there in the morning, I may pick up Hangman, just because. That's the and, one. I mean, yeah, that's I love great in your collection, man. 
well the the first time i had him when i told you i took the box and opened it like his was just destroyed in the box mm. like it was jacked up so th- these boxes look really good so whoever opened them or during shipping they look fucking great um other than that they haven't it says that there's six plus elites down there they haven't put any new out so i'm hoping you know 82 83 whatever is popping so we'll see but other than that man it has been it's been dry the card front i'm waiting it says uh there's some prisms around this this area some football so if there is they're gonna be eighty dollars a blaster hit your boy up and that's the thing too (laughs) is like the blasters i saw the the twenty dollar ones they were going for sixty on ebay and now the the target where I ran the, the Kangal dude, that I posted a picture this week or I sent to you. I don't know if I posted it. Oh yeah, I did post a picture. People they were limited uh, two items per SKU. You saw that sign, right? Yep. Well, this target, the one by my house, doesn't have that sign. Uh. If it did have that sign, I would have gotten two boxes of cards. So regardless of how you feel about the socialism that some targets play, which I ain't mad at. Saying politics shouldn't have said that word. Ah, they're gonna be out, Barry. They're gonna be all over it. But like I said, if I get uh, some blasters of Panini Prism, uh, they're gonna be eighty, and you guys <laughs> can you can you can hit your boy up. Man, I tell you what, the collectors helping collectors crowd is gonna come for you, dude. A burrow is selling for like between seventy and one hundred twenty-five, and a Herbert is like autom- is automatically a Ben Franklin. Yeah. So I mean, don't talk and if you hit a red, white and blue or whatever the fuck, don't, you know, you got a deal. Don't don't be mad at me. Yeah, you're right. That's how it works. All right, you ready to go uh, shop AEW? Talk about some well, new arrivals? Let's do it, brother. First off, we're going to talk about these micro brawlers. Um they are priced at $17.99 plus shipping each, which is more than you pay for an elite at Walmart. That's pretty crazy to me. But, you know, it is what it is. We listed all the ones earlier. Very cool. They're doing a Brody Lee one. Again, there's only going to be up for, what, eight days? Yeah, the 10th to the 18th. So, yeah, Sheeta, Moxley, Brody Lee, Jericho, Orange Cassidy, Britt Baker, Darby Allen. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm not a big micro brawler guy. I got the ones that come in my pro wrestling tees crates. Pro wrestling crates, I guess you should call them. But I haven't gotten those in a while. So Yeah, and I, have, and I was just going to say, if you look there, it says uh, no limit per customer. So, I mean, if oh, you want to order fucking 20, go ahead. Reseller's going to be out. Next up, a lot of stickers and decals. Uh, Young Bucks Elite Neon Sticker. Young Bucks Bucks Money Sticker. Sting Justice Sticker. Golly. Orange Orange Cassie Freshly Squeezed Sticker. Moxley Sticker. Inner Circle Sticker. FTR Sticker, which is probably maybe the coolest one. Dark Order Sticker. Nightmare Family Sticker. That's all the new stuff on Shop AEW this week. So... No shirts, nothing like that. Just a bunch of micro brawlers, it looks like. The top sellers. Barry, are you ready? 
I'm here for the Elite for Life. Okay. That's number 10, the Elite oh. for Life shirt. Number nine, I think what I think is their best overall pay-per-view, Revolution 2020. Number eight, Best Friends in Orange Cassidy, Valentine's Day. Number seven, AEW Midweight Fleece Shorts. Number six, Sting Justice Shirt. Number five, the newer Sting Defender Shirt. Number four, Brody Lee Exalts in Heaven with all the proceeds going to the Huber family. Number three, this is these are the sales. The 50% off we talked about last week, AEW Black Logo Shirt. Number two, AEW Logo Premium Varsity Zip Hoodie and parentheses 2019 colors. And the number one selling shirt, AEW Logo Shirt. And again, parentheses 2019 colors. So, Brody Lee got knocked out of the top spot only because some shit went on sale, right? Exactly. All right, let's go to Shop WWE. Let's go to their new arrivals here. See what they got kicking. I got also a little piece of information too I want to talk about relating to WWE Shop. Okay. Uh, the first. You have two items. You have a bonk, Bianca Blair EST of WrestleMania. That's cool. My wife might want that. They have a women's shirt as well. Uh-huh. I mean, she wouldn't want it, but she might get it. Number, th- not, not number, just another thing. Bad Bunny Splash Authentic T-shirt. Then you got a Bad Bunny Royal Rumble Splash T-shirt. Sheamus Celtic Dragon Authentic T-shirt. Liv Morgan Watch Me Live Mineral Wash T-shirt. And then the NXT Vengeance Day logo T-shirt. Bad Bunny got a couple shirts, Barry. I see that. What's your thoughts on that? I honestly I don't even know who that dude is. <laughs> uh, but he's obviously hustling. I mean, he's out. Well, let me go ahead and money. read some information here. Breaking on me. So Fightful.com is reporting, and Ryan Satin posted this today. Fightful.com is reporting that Bad Bunny's merchandise has been dominating the WWE Shop website. According to the report, there has been over $500 million in Bad Bunny merchandise sales so far. It's also reported that Bad Bunny's recently had the top four spots, while Roman Reigns was at number five. Reigns' item reportedly had only 65% of the sales that Bad Bunny's number four item, the Bad Bunny Youth Shirt, had. So I ask you again, do you think it was smart for them to bring him in? Well, obviously. Obviously. I mean, he's... He's a worldwide star. I mean, he sings some of my favorites. You know? You want want me to give you a hot take? This isn't exclusive to WWE. This is almost all wrestling across the board. Okay. You know they don't really do that to um, entertain you, right? Barry, why why do they do that? Why do they do what? Anything in wrestling. Anything on a wrestling show. Oh, to make money. To make money. That's it. It's a money-making business. Gorilla Monsoon. Greatest line I've heard. If you're anything in this for anything more than money, you're a fool. Yeah. Kurt Angle basically said the same thing on this podcast. Everything's, everything's money. Everything's business. What do you think there- about the uh, Razor Intercontinental title? We talked about that last week. Oh no, we didn't talk about that last week. I'm no, sorry, that's new. And with the uh, with the uh, toothpick holders. So I'm not big on like the personalized intercontinental cha- or wrestling belts. I think they look kind of corny to me. This is actually kind of cool. 
even again, I wasn't the biggest Razor Ramon fan, but I think this looks really cool. I think the tooth belt holder, toothpick holder is like an extremely nice touch. Man, if you're doing like a Razor Ramon Halloween costume, this would be fucking money. For five hundred bucks. For five hundred dollars. Yeah, I mean, you'd be. I'm, uh, not, I'm not big on like the belts like this, the Hogan, the Flair. You know, we've seen them. Hey, easy. Sorry, brother. It's Nature's on I, sale. Nature's on sale for three fifty. I can't put a microphone in front of my face and spew and spew lies, brother. I'm sorry. Okay. So, yeah, I, I, it's one of the things like I wouldn't buy it, but I'm not mad at it. Does that make sense? It's whatever. I can, I can dig it. I can see where people would be into it. There's nothing I want to buy, but I think it's kind of cool. I think it's better than the Hogan one. No. <laughs> with his with his uh, hood on it. Yeah, and, and shout out for WWE for the um, first Raw of Black History Month to bring out Hulk Hogan. Good job. Tone deaf fuckers. My gosh. Poor Vince. I did enjoy the Matt Riddle Keith Lee uh, match on Raw. Eric, you know, Matt Riddle just he just can't work. It's I just don't get it. Like what's so big about him? You know? I'm just kidding. That's dripping with sarcasm. Obviously. I mean, it's just... I, He's a fucking stud. I don't watch Raw real time a lot, so I'm not like on Twitter while it's... I don't see a lot of things being said. I do watch AEW real time a lot, so I'll be on Twitter to see what's said. So I always talk about like, oh, it's bullshit. People hate on every Wednesday night. Da, da, da. No, those same idiots do the same thing on Mondays and Fridays, too. And it's like, man, don't then don't watch wrestling. If it, everything sucks, it's not even about everything sucking. This is a little Eric rant, I guess, kind of. You know, there, right. you can be ejaculating, like, oh, this is good. Oh, I don't like this. I mean, it's whatever. It's, in social media, you have a hot take. I understand that. But to me, there's a difference between like saying your opinion on something and then trying to get yourself over. And these are the same dudes that probably go to shows and try to get on camera as much as they can and scream as much as they can, make a spectacle of themselves as much as they can. It's the same, look at me, look at me, look at me, but on social media. I, Where everything sucks. It's, it's, it's cool to have a shitty hot take on something and call it sucks. It's just it's just lame. Like You're not adding anything to anybody's experience here. You're not until, adding anything to any conversation here. You're just being a troll on the internet. Right, until they get checked. And... <laughs> And other people come in and check them, and then it's I feel better because then it's like I don't have to say anything. And but I mean, yeah, again, have your opinion, but don't state your opinion as fact. Yeah, that's yeah. A, well, that's another thing too. I feel like a lot of people I've, I've, we've talked about that many times. I don't I stay out of all those conversations. You know what I mean? Except but, in our DMs, and we but, say you know, what how, a fucking idiot. But how many times I can't tell you how many times I've had a conversation about like. AEW, for instance, then to come to find out the person's literally never seen an AEW show. Well, then why are you, why are we talking? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if you're just gonna have tunnel vision and think that everything you like's the best and not experience anything else, then I don't want to have a conversation with you about other things. Right. I'll talk to you about what you watch because that's what you're honed in on. But anything outside of that, you don't have any kind of opinion on because you've never seen it. Well, no, they have they have an opinion on it. They just 
It's an it's an uneducated opinion. There you go. There it's, you it's, go. It's different from what I watch, therefore I don't like it. I'm with you. I agree. That's like the people that don't understand why Bad Bunny's on Raw. Which apparently he's been getting good reviews. I haven't seen him on Raw. But apparently he, he's not taken away from the product. He seems to have respect for the business. Everyone in the back seems to like him. You hear positive things. Damian Priest has said extremely positive things about him. So, you know, it's... I'm not mad at it. It's a it's a business. International and by the way, WWE huge international company. Right. You know, and just because like well, I don't understand what he's saying. That's like the most like dumb redneck American thing to say ever. Like I only speak one language. Okay, dude. Hey, como stops on me. <laughs> I only speak one language too. That doesn't mean I think that if somebody else speaks another language, they're fucking. And I can't understand what they're saying. And I don't fucking like it. I don't like it. It's, no, we just. No, we need to be better. All right, man. Uh, let's do some shouts. Get the fuck out of here. We got another show to do. That's what they say. But uh, I would like to thank Mike the Cleaner out in these streets, keeping keeping us uh, collectors safe from harm. Uh, I still want him and Ty to hug it out. They will, they will. Like he'll Ty will give him like a fucking a Bo Jackson card, a PSA ten, and he'll give Ty a fucking Triple H figure, and it'll be a a hug fest. But yeah, a Breaker and Bane Power Hour, uh, great show. Two great guys, Eric. I just recorded. Uh, you know, it's fake right with Breaker last week, so. It'll be out, I'm sure, sometime like March. I think. I don't know. But uh, it was tremendous. Much, much fun. Much love to those two guys. Um, a shout out to the, uh, Sammy Evans. Dude texts me every day. Wishes me a good day. Uh, yeah, just more, the most genuine people uh, that I've met, man, is through, through this show. And can't thank them enough dobro drew tara the ohio players you know out in those streets daily um man just you know thank everybody for listening uh you can follow me on twitter at bfrost28 and eric do your shout outs brother so shout out to all the other shows fully posable ppw bbph obviously i'm going to record with breaker too on You Know It's Fake, right? Which I'm really excited about. I think that show's phenomenal. Also, check out Tales of the Estate. Drew Vensel and his wife, lovely wife who puts up with a lot, Caitlin Vensel, putting up all his shenanigans. All the Ohio players, Cody Baker, Tara, Ty, Greco, all them folks. Um, Rucker and Marty over at Boot to the Face. Just love those dudes over there. Rucker also has a spinoff, 80 Proof Pod. He's on a drinking podcast while he's sober during February. Curious to see how that's going to go for him. Good for good for him though for getting you know being dedicated and you know making some changes. He's been adamant about it and taking a break, so good for him, man. Um, cleaner, obviously. I'm glad I was able to hook him up. And yeah, just Dobro, you should have 85 million followers. Sammy, thanks for checking up on me. I appreciate it, brother. And yeah, thank you all all so much for all the support. Wrestling Toy Tracker, you know, obviously check them out for all your eBay needs for Hasbro's, LJNs. 
Retros, Galoobs, Bendoms, Defining Moments, they got it all over there. They'll give you a rough estimate price on eBay of what you should be paying for. Wrestling Figure News Source, for continuing to bring the news for us every single week. W Retro Stars, we're doing the same thing, putting those charts together. We really, really appreciate that. So thank you guys all so much. Absolutely, and don't forget to hit uh, doingthefavor.com for all the latest on the uh, podcast, merch, you know, legwork, articles, all that good stuff. But like I said before, you can follow me on Twitter at BFrost28. Eric, drop their credentials, sir. You can follow me on Twitter at EricBrown740, but of course, always follow the show on Twitter and Instagram by searching Doing the Favor. Check us out on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, Google Play. Rate, review, subscribe. We really appreciate appreciate that. Go to doingthefavor.com. It's free. Articles, links to past podcasts, merch, merch server at whatamaneuver.net. Thank you guys all so much. Really, really appreciate it. Absolutely. And thank you guys again. And good night. And God bless. Yeah. Peace. It goes one, two, three into the foe. Erica Berry, you're up with ETF, and that's for sure. If you don't come correct, you get your ass full. So take a minute and chill until the next episode. Doing the favor, always bringing the heat. That's why Barry got your girl doing legwork in the sheets. My dude Eric holding down for the streets. Them Ohio players got the ears to the beat. Gotta say that we appreciate the time Whether you're on the job or trying to unwind Just a few more days until we're back live Shit, we'll be your lifeline I know you feel me on the mic with the flavor Let it marinate in something to savor We ball so hard, this is a layup Until the next time, doing the favor Yeah, doing the favor Doing the favor. Uh, doing the favor. Until next time, doing the favor.